Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Uh, my name is Ed. It's great to be with you. We're going to be continuing looking at uh, a series on the fruit of the Spirit. And uh, a lovely man called Peter Locke has kindly agreed uh, to talk to us on this subject. Peter, thank you so much uh, for being willing to do that for us. Um, Peter, you'll be known to some of us in the congregation, particularly those who are at Park Langley uh, before it folded. But can you tell us just a little bit about yourself for those of you, those of us who don't know you? Uh, where do I begin? <laughs> um, well, um, an old man there, nearly 90, <laughs> brought up since birth in the Christian home. Um, I can't really identify exactly when I came to faith still. It's been a very slow and gradual process. Um, I was thinking it's like fruit, fruits of the spirit. Um, one has to grow and uh, I think um, I've grown throughout all my life, but when exactly? I went from uh, knowledge of Christian things to um, saving faith. I really can't put a finger on exactly when it was. Um, it's um, had one or two um, difficult times and physical illnesses, um, which um, kind of pointed me in the right direction. <laughs> um, Probably, um, probably after that, but again, it's been been slow, slow growth. I think, yeah. I think most of us would say the same, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your family, Peter. You've got a, a lovely family. Oh, well, what, what about them? But, but, why? But, but my um, uh, children and grandchildren, I mean, yeah. Well, I've got, um, oh, I'm not prepared for this one. I've got numerous offspring. <laughs> <laughs> and um, plus their spouses, I think it adds up to 20-something at the moment. I've got eight, um, three children. Uh, a lot of people will probably know Stephen, Andrew, people might not know, he lives in Lincolnshire, and Elizabeth, that's Elizabeth Slee, um, uh, in her house at the moment. <laughs> and um, they have produced, amongst them, how many grandchildren have I got? I've got um, eight grandchildren. Four of them from Andrews, um, two each from the other two children. And I've now just acquired the tenth great grandchild. That's lovely, Peter. It's amazing. <laughs> how to keep how to keep track of the ball. <laughs> I find it difficult. <laughs> <laughs> All keep in contact with me. It um, makes a very long prayer list. I 
Um, yes, but they all, all keep in touch and by FaceTime, not a lot of them, of course, because they're special at this time and it's been all, all FaceTime. There's some, some are nearby and I, I can see, and others um, I only see occasionally. <clears throat> Yes. Oh, it's lovely. And, and you were married to Barbara, weren't you, Peter? For 63 years. I've known her as best friend for 70 years. And it's two years ago tomorrow, she's finally called home. And she, she's with the Lord now, isn't she? Yeah. Well, Peter, thanks for thanks for telling us. And um, um, let's let's move on to this topic of um, of self control. Peter, what do you what do you understand? What does the Bible mean by self control? What do you think it means by that? Well, I've been trying to think about this since ever since you asked me to. <laughs> Uh, I think in the context that it is, it, it's self-control within the freedom that the Christians got um, from, from being saved and from their sin. Um, and it's a freedom and self-control to live Christian life and not to... Um, not to live in the flesh. Um, I think that's what's meant in the context, but um, it's, uh, it's difficult to know because um, it's got a wider context, I think, through life. Um, it's something you learn through life in, in a way to be outwardly self-controlled anyway, as far as the world says you behave in proper way, especially brought up in Christian home. Um, but it's not quite the same, I don't think, is what it means in, in the context of um, the scripture in Galatians, which is the only occasion that I, I can find where it's actually mentioned as such. Um, there may, maybe there are other places in scripture which um, refer to it, but um, that actual self-control, natural words that don't I think appear anywhere else. There's only yes. I don't know what it is in Titus. I should have done my, my research more thoroughly, but calling the younger man to self-control or um but that's just, is that a slightly different thing, do you think, Peter? Um, well, I, I don't know. Um <laughs> Titus <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, so you're saying it's a, um, it's sort of the, the in, discipline. In the yes, it's a discipline, um, a spiritual discipline. Um, in, in its context, I think it's amplified by um, Romans 7 and 8, really. Mm, mm. Yeah. Paul calls himself a wretched man. Yes. Um, he has difficulty with it, and I think um, that's encouraging in a way. 
he found the struggle. Um, everyone else, well, yeah, absolutely. So, to summarize, it's kind of the discipline not to not to give in to the desires of our sinful natures, not to not to. Um, I mean, as Paul would put it in Romans, not to gratify their sinful craving, cravings, but instead to do what God wants, both both outwardly towards others and in the way we do at work and the way we, but, but also but also inwardly in love for God and in prayer and all those kind of things. Put the mind on spiritual things, you know. Uh, yeah thank you thank you Peter. so it is it is very all-encompassing therefore isn't it so um yeah, yeah yeah um Peter, um you you've said um it's uh you know something that's grown gradually through your life and um um where where has it been a battle in the in the past where is it a battle now to be self self-controlled I think I, I said before the recording started that the most recent battle is um, not into this interview. I'm not. Very kind of you, Peter. Thank you. Issue of spiritual matters, but um, I thought it would, I, I, as I was asked, I thought I should do it. Well, that's very good of you, Peter. It's very good. Um, yes, it's. Um, What's a battle um, that comes at times? I, I mean, when I lost Barbara, it was. Um, I, I know my neighbour next door is a Christian, said to me at front door one day, um, kind of, how are you doing? And I said, I'm feeling a bit sorry for myself, but I mustn't bear it because um, there's no need to be sorry about anything but um, it's just a kind of natural um, morning i suppose but um, one tries not to be sorry for oneself because um, Bob was in better place so when we were sorry and i lost um, um a week or two i wouldn't um, wish her in that state in a far better place now um, things like that, I suppose. Um, you have to um, have to exert a certain amount of um, self-control over, <clears throat> and um, it comes back at times like each year as it comes around the present time. It's made them um, brought home a bit more to me because some. Um, Barbara passed away on a Sunday morning, and this last Sunday, one of my, well, my longest um, Christian friend passed away, who's um, just a little bit younger than me, Fred. I was brought up with him. I'm so sorry to hear that, Peter. Oh, from as long as both of us can remember. I mean, we were there from birth, and I suppose we conscious of each other from age of four or five or something like that. And we haven't been terribly close friends, but um, we have been friends and acquaintances right through life. And in fact, 
he is the husband of um, Barbara's sister. And I was busy yesterday sending her a sympathy card. I'm, I'm not sure quite where she stands um, spiritually, but I've been praying for her very much recently. Hope this will be an experience which will help her to trust in the world. Yes, that's pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Peter, for being willing to, to do this after after Sunday. And <laughs> I was afraid I was digressing a bit there from the subject. That's <laughs> <laughs> very good of you. I mean, this that must be a, that's a huge battle now, and um, I'm sure many people who watch this will know that much better than I will. Where, where has self control been a battle for you in the past, Peter? Where where has it been? Um, have there been any particular struggles that you can remember in your Christian walk with this? Well, it's with prayer, I suppose, and finding time to, to read the scriptures and the um, busyness of life. <coughs> I, I think um, I should probably have had, had more self-discipline over that. And, um, I've certainly found it's easier in some respects since I've been alone. I've got more time, but it's it's still a struggle in a way. But um, I found that by forming a habit and sitting time aside each day, it helps you to overcome your natural inclination. (laughs) <laughs> not to bother with yeah, you do anything else. Oh, shit, exactly. And um, it's been a great blessing to, when I do it, yeah, which I try to do each day, um, morning and evening. That, that is a constant struggle, struggle I suppose. It will always be with us. <coughs> So, well, Peter, um, I mean, I, it's been a great privilege for me to to get to know you over the past, I guess it's coming up to four years now, and um, um, you've always, you've been a, a, a wonderful example of this, both, I mean, both the way you conducted yourself when, when Barbara died was, was remarkable, and um, um, it was much help, <laughs> well, well, it was, no doubt, by the Spirit, bearing the fruit in you. Um, and, um, and you know, now it's lovely whenever I, when I, I, I have the great privilege of seeing Peter from time to time, whenever I come and see him, he's always reading some good book. Or, um, and the way your family talk about you, they know you to be a man of, man of prayer, a man who's worked hard all his life, um, a man who has much wisdom. So we praise God for the work that he's done in you over the years and um and uh, so it's it's great it's great to be able to they, I'm, I'm so glad you've been willing to talk to us so that we can learn off you a little bit <laughs> as you have learned off the lord jesus but um what what truths of the, the the question i wanted to last couple of questions are what, what truths of scripture help you uh, to fight for self-control when you're uh, 
when it's easy to feel sorry for yourself or when you're when you're struggling to pray what what helps you um and do you have any practical advice oh two questions uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> two questions yeah yeah you know, let's go with the first one what what truth does scripture help you that we'll come to the difficult i think rather a little all scriptures helpful but it's um the promises in the scriptures and things that are helpful, I find. Jesus said he was with people this whole race, the end of the age. Such scriptures are very helpful to know that he's always there. Um, I suppose. They've great power to comfort us, don't they? You have those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, many of the Psalms are helpful in that respect. One Psalm I found particularly helpful in recent times is 107. Give thanks to the Lord for his good. It's mercy endures forever. And all the rest of that psalm, the actual fact, yeah. Thank you, Peter. And um, well, well, maybe a couple of questions then. What are, so advice, what would you, I imagine many people at the moment are, before a whole raft of reasons, tempted to feel sorry for themselves. and. Um, would you, what advice would you have for for people who are struggling with that um, and that battle? Well, it's not up to us, but look to the Lord and be thankful for what we have. And be content with what we got. I remember years ago, we were much encouraged by previous neighbour we had said to Barbara and me, I've never met such a contented couple. <laughs> and um, that is true through the grace of God. Thankfulness is so helpful, isn't it, in battle for uh, mm. so yeah. And um, one other question, Peter. Uh, I guess, I guess, possibly to us young bucks, you know, we're we're called to pray and to <laughs> and uh, we're rushing around doing a million different things that maybe we shouldn't. What, um, what advice would you have for us? How um, how do you form a discipline of prayer? Sorry, how do I? How 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 does how does one form a discipline of prayer? How do you how do you build it into your life? Uh, well, I, I think it's most helpful to try and form a habit and the time and set aside the time and, and not, not let it be interrupted if it's all possible. And that's 
must be difficult for people with family life and such, but um, when you, when you when you had your three children, Peter, what did you do to pray? Did you uh, was there a time you could you could sneak away and? Yes, uh, some really uh, after the children were in, in bed in, in the evenings, um, at our own bedtime really, um, which perhaps isn't the best time um, if you can find a better time earlier in the day. This first, uh, first thing in the morning, the prime I find, at moment, it's when I first wake up. Before I do anything else, or even get out of bed, you know what I'm. You might have to concentrate to make sure you don't um, go sleep again. Or again. Fully awake. Uh, I think that is a, a, a good time. Yeah. And perhaps it's the best time for, for everyone, really, if, um, if I can wake myself up in good time in the morning. Well, I think that's, I think that's very helpful, Peter. And I think there's probably something to be said about aiming to be praying morning and evening, isn't there? Um, both as we rise in the morning and when, when things are quiet again at night. Yes, that's right. Even when, when uh, in my present position, well, I'm not terribly busy, uh, shall we say, um, it's, um, you, you tend to get taken up with things during the day that distract you. Um, you, you, have, you, have, you have to eat, don't you? Eat and drink. <laughs> the essentials of life, and they all distract you during the day. Yeah. Think, th thinking about times when I myself, I think of retirement. I've been retired 30 years at the end of this month. 30 years at the end of this month. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm. Well, Peter, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much again for being willing to do this and, uh, um, and to talk to us, particularly on this week. And we're we're very grateful, very grateful yeah. to you and, uh, well, and for your press. I found it helpful to review these things, which um, thanks for asking me. I, I, I wouldn't wouldn't have done it if I hadn't been asked. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was the easy easy thing, easy job to ask. Uh, All right, pleasure, pleasure. Well, um. Peter, shall we uh, shall we pray as we close, and then um, and then I'll stop the recording. Uh, Father, we thank you for this time that we've been able to share, and um, Lord, we do pray for Peter. Please help him, particularly this week, as he mourns the death of his good friend, as well as his uh, as his dear wife. And uh, Father, please would you uphold him? Please, Father, help him uh, to fight against this feeling of sorry, being sorry for himself, but at the same time to be able to rightly rightly grieve. For those who are, are not with us anymore we thank you both for, for both of their lives thank you for how they um uh, are yours and lord please would you have mercy on 
his friend's wife, uh, Barbara's sister, please, Lord, uh, would she put her faith in the Lord Jesus. And Father, please, would what he have said to us be helpful? Please, Lord, help us as a church family to grow in the discipline of self-control, in the discipline of thankfulness and of prayerfulness, and, uh, and in the discipline of being content as well. Lord, we ask these things that we may bring honour to you, and, uh, in, and in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks again, Peter. Let me um, let me stop the recording.